All right, hello, welcome to the Infinite Hour. I'm your host, Daquan Ubers, from the person and Avengers Endgame. Holy crap! Um, so Avengers Endgame, I kind of don't really have words for this. I don't even know why I'm doing a little quote-unquote review right now of the movie. I, I I can't really fathom how amazing this movie was. You know, the words are just like escaping my mind right now. Anyway. I saw this movie at 9 a.m. today, um, as of the time of recording, you know, uh, April 26th. Yeah, I saw it at 9 a.m. today. I didn't get out of there until like 1-ish. Yeah, about 1-ish, because, you know, we stayed for the end of the credits. Actually, like 12-ish, you know. I didn't get home until like 1. And I was, you know, it took me like some, took like an hour or so. And that's kind of exaggerating, but you know, it took some time to like you know compose myself, get myself lunch, all that stuff. And then the moment that I was about to record, housekeeping shows up and decides to clean my room since um my new roommate is moving in um, tomorrow. So this episode is going out later than I would like, but it is what it is. So. I don't want this episode to be like one of like structure. I don't I'm not gonna like go through and like do like a synopsis because honestly my memory is very terrible. So this is no fault on the movie itself, it's a fault on my shitty memory. I don't really remember everything that happened in this movie, you know. I remembered all the stuff that, you know, stuck out to me, but I don't remember what happened in the movie like beat by beat, you know. Like all these other like you know critics or whatever they are YouTubers and stuff and they do their like spoiler reviews. I don't know how they do it. They are amazing. Probably they take notes during the movie, but still, all credit to them. That's just something that I can't do. So honestly, this is just going to be me going off my head rambling about the movie, what I thought about it, how I felt about it, stuff like that. No. Yeah, we're working with yeah, we're working with no notes, no outline, nothing. So I do want to, since I do have like the outline to my predictions episode out in front of me, I do want to kind of go through and review my predictions and see which ones came true and which ones didn't. You know, so let's get into that one right now. So. So the first thing I wrote up here on this outline is, you know, there was a rumor that two out of the original six of Avengers were going to survive the events of Avengers Endgame. And I gave like, you know, three combinations of who I might think, who I think would, you know, survive. So my first combination was Hawkeye and Black Widow. Got half of that, right? Spoilers, by the way, spoilers, in case you didn't know this run the title and me saying that this was going to be like a spoiler cast earlier, like, like probably like a couple of seconds ago, spoilers. Yeah, Black Widow dies. Um, I'll go into that one probably a bit later, if I remember. Let's see, Iron Man and Thor, I was half right on that. Um, but, um, yeah, Iron Man dies. Let's see, Thor and Hulk... They both make it out alive, but they were, but they were not the only ones who made it out. 
basically four out of the four out of the six Avengers died. Not died, lived. Instead of it being the other way around, where four out of the six Avengers were going to die. So second like prediction or whatever was um who was gonna get like the final blow on Thanos? So um I said Gamora. I threw out names like Gamora, Hulk, and Cap as like my honorable mentions, but like my top three were in this order. Number three was Iron Man, number two was Hulk, and number one was Nebula, right? So technically with what happened with Thanos, um I kinda got that that part of my prediction right. Yeah, Iron Man he basically killed Thanos. And it, the way he did that happened was fucking amazing. So, he didn't die from being killed by Thanos himself. He died from the Affinity Stones. Um, so, he was going up against Thanos, right? You know, he, like, got... Like, he stole the gauntlet, you know, the new gauntlet, you know. Got the stones. He's, gonna, he's about to use them. Tony came through and um, tried to stop him. He, sm- he swats him off, and then, you know, he goes for the snap, right? Like, we all, everybody in the theater was fucking... Well, we was all gasping. Oh my god! It, uh, it, the end of <laughs> the end of Infinity War is gonna happen again. But nope, Tony took the stones out of the gauntlet and had them put on his um his like like on his like glove. You know his Iron Man. You know glove, right? So you know that nanotech. You know that walked around the stones and boom. And anyway, the radiation from that. Killed him. Stabbed his fingers. The entirety of the Black Order, I think like the the Chitauri, and the Outriders, they vanished. Same with Thanos. So technically, Tony Stark got the death blow, and I kind of got that prediction right. Third one, I mentioned that you know I didn't want Captain Marvel to, to like kill Thanos, but I will say. So like, my question was, oh, will she take a back seat? And she kind of did. She was barely in the movie. Um, what I will say about um, Captain Marvel, that role fit her perfectly. In this movie in particular, because she's like a new character, she doesn't really have like that much attachment to anything. You know, great. Um... She comes through and basically saves. She comes through and, you know, like, aids in saving. Like, she's like the big gun, you know. Um, also, I want to point out, I just I know that the short hairstyle that she has is akin to the one in the comics, but I just don't think that it worked on Brie Larson. I mean, it still was a fucking dope-ass look, and I think she even had the sash, too. Like, I kind of nerded out over that when I saw it in, like, one of the trailers. I should probably go back and watch it again and pay close attention to see if she does have the sash, because, like, honestly, her costume was fucking amazing. Like, even, like, in her own movie, like, her own movie, even to this, her costume was dope as fuck. With the hair size, it's a minor point. Yeah, she looked great. Brie Larson was, surprisingly, pretty damn good in this. I didn't really like her. I mean, what, what I'm, who am I kidding? I like Brie Larson as Captain Marvel, okay? I know there's going to be a bunch of, you know, anti-SJWs coming after me, but fuck it. 
I, I liked Brie Larson in Captain Marvel. I liked Captain Marvel. It was fine. Yeah, there's obvious issues over it. But when it comes to the movie itself and like things surrounding the movie. But I enjoyed Captain Marvel. I enjoyed Brie Larson's performance. And it was pretty good. Um, I did say that, you know, kind of, because she, you know, she was pretty cocky, like, you know, that in that footage, right, that we saw, right, from, from um, GMA. So I you know, thought, you know, Thanos was going to you know, rough her around a little bit, show that, oh, she's not the most powerful thing out here. And I was wrong. I mean, Thanos did, you know, dig it that did, you know, get like some, some licks in, but he ultimately got that ass whooped by, by Captain Marvel. Uh, let's see. Obviously, um, the, the Avengers made their own gauntlet, and the, that wasn't even like a question. It was a question of, you know, who was going to wield it. I kind of cheated because out of the names that I enlisted, actually, I, didn't, I don't even think I mentioned Hulk in this at all. I have it on my outline, but if I recall, I purposely not mentioned Hulk, well, Professor Hulk, because I had, you know, some, a friend of mine correct me. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if I say Hulk or if I say Hulk and or Professor Hulk, I'm talking about the same person. All right. Anyway, I purposely omitted Hulk because I did because that was kind of I kind of felt like I was cheating in a sense. Um, honestly, go I probably might go back and listen to the podcast like to the, to my predictions um, episode. Um, and see if I did, but I'm pretty sure I didn't. But yeah, I had him in my outline as one of the people. So yeah, that's it. <clears throat> Iron Man, Cap, and or Nebula were like the, the ones that I said. And honestly, I, I kind of would, even if I like scratched out Hulk, or even since I didn't like mention him, right, I kind of did get that prediction right too, due to a technicality. Um, because Tony had his own, like, version of the Affinity Gauntlet, right? Let's see, would the deaths in the Affinity War be permanent? Obviously not. Everybody came back due to Professor Hulk wielding the Affinity, like, wielding the new gauntlet. And the reason why he had it, and the reason why, you know, he held it, well, I, I don't know, I did mention Hulk, so regardless of if I did or didn't, Regardless of if I did or didn't mention Hulk and by, you know, who was going to wield the new Affinity Gauntlet um, prediction, I still got that one right, kind of. So, yeah, Professor Hulk snapped and brought everybody back, with the exception of Nat. I will explain that later. Um, let's see, would I be a bigger threat to Thanos? No, kind of. Nope, no. Because no. technically it's the same person, so what happened is they go back in time, get the stones... You know, different, you know, going to different planets, you know, different times, you know. Somehow, so since, like, Nebula was, like, in that same time period as other Nebula, like the Nebula of the past, um, when they went back in time, Thanos kind of took over a system, you know, found out that she was there, searched, you know, the, the new, like, the old Nebula's um, memories, um, um, and so, oh, these are where the these are where the other stones going to be. These um, this is what happens in the future. Blah blah blah, and you know, old Nebula takes over of new Nebula, and then she sends Thanos to Earth. Um, 
the younger Thanos. Because at the beginning of the movie, within the first 15 sec, wait, not 15 minutes of the movie, they kill Thanos. What happened is, you know, they find out where Thanos was. You know, he was being a farmer and stuff. Fucking Captain Marvel booms through the freaking, um, his little shack. Everybody holds him down. Um, Thor chops off Thanos' head. And when they found out that Thanos used the stones to destroy the stones, Thor ultimately got pissed and sliced Thanos' head off with Stormbreaker. It's like kind of a fighting line. I said, oh, like, then Rock said, what did you do? Thor was like, I went for the head. Man, that was fucking hilarious. Um, I said there was no bigger threat than Thanos in this. So they, they didn't really prompt them to work together. Other than Thanos, who was going to die in this movie. So I had Cap, Nebula, Tony, Rhodey, and Black Widow. Only two of those came true. Kind of Two of those came true. Kind of three if you count younger Nebula, like 2014 Nebula. But I'm not going to. Let's see. Would Vision make a return? No, he didn't. Vision was nowhere in this freaking movie. He might come back in future movies, but especially since, you know, we got the Wanda Vision show coming out. He's going to have to. So let's see. I did that little the, the theory. Um, so, like, my theory, like, when and where they went with the stones kind of kind of came true kind of didn't so there was four teams i think four teams are like two three so there are 14 teams are like two so honestly it was like two of two but the majority of them were two but there were four and one team so yeah three teams you know three four teams I don't know why I'm drawing on that. So anyway, I predicted that Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Okoye, and Hawkeye would go to the 90s um, for the Space Stone and to the Sanctum Centaurum between Infinity War and Doctor Strange for the Time Stone. I predicted that Captain America, Iron Man, War Machine, and Ant-Man were going to go to the Battle of New York for the Mind Stone, fail to get that, and then go to... Um, Age of Ultron. And I predicted that you know Rocket, Nebula, Hulk, and Thor were going to go to the Nova Corps for the Power Stone, the Collector for um, for the Iron Stone, and Vormir for the Soul Stone. So the teams that happened. Um, so the teams were um, we had Iron Man, Captain America, Ant Man, and Hulk going back to the Battle of New York for the Soul, not Soul Stone, for the Space Stone, Time Stone, and Mind Stone. So as you know, they were kind of all in the same place at the same time. The Tesseract was in New York during, during the first Avengers. Um, the Soul was, like the Mind, like the Mind Stone, obviously Loki's Scepter. Was there at the Battle of New York and the Time Stone? Yes, they kind of sort of retconned in the Sanctum Centaurum in New York. Um, not, yeah, I mean, it's always been in New York, but we actually got mentioned uh, that it was in New York, you know. So, anyway, back in like 2012, 
the Sanctum Centurion was out there. Um, Hulk went to speak to the Ancient One, not Stephen Strange, the Ancient One, which is very, it was very fucking, it was very refreshing to see her. I personally like Doctor Strange a lot, like the Ancient One, it's like very refreshing to see Tilda Swim back. Um, Anyway, she goes through with Hulk, um, talking about the timeline, I, I can't give you the stone because timeline is like, Hulk was like, well, if I take the stone, use it to fix, to fix, you know, what Thanos did, and bring it back to you, it would be like it never, never left, which is pretty dope. Anyway, they, they got the Tesseract, Space Stone. That was kind of easy. Um, we did get some Cap versus Cap action. And it's kind of weird because, um, it's kind of weird because, you know, you had, you know, had that mirror match, right? You had Avengers Cap take on Endgame Cap. And then the only way that Endgame Cap won, because, well, won that fight because he told um, Avengers Cap that Bucky is still alive. He said, what? I, yeah, he, like, Avengers Cap said what, and then he just in-game Cap knocked the shit out of him. <laughs> anyway, so got the Soul, not Soul Stone, Space Stone, with the Tesseract. So they failed miserably. Wait, no, they didn't get. They got the Mind Stone instead. They failed to get the Tesseract. So yeah, cause like some mistake, like something, like some, like something went wrong. Like Hulk, you know. He was upset that he couldn't take the elevator with the rest of the Avengers, so he took the stairs. He got mad because of so many stairs. He barred his out be, by, like, before Tony Stark, in-game Tony, dressed up like a you know security guard, steal like you know was going to make off with the case with the case that had the Tesseract in it. Hulk knocks him out like, by by breaking through a door. You know, inadvertently knocks Tony out. Sends the briefcase flying, the Tesseract out flying. It was at Loki's feet. Loki grabs the Tesseract and disappears. So now that I think about it, this lends credence. This is going to give, um, you know, something to give those, you know, the fangirls and the, you know, the MCU stands or whatever you want to call them, that cream said, oh, Loki is still alive. That was, that kind of sucked. But honestly... I, the Russo say he's dead. I think even Tom Hiddleston confirmed that Loki is dead in the present timeline. So, hopefully he's just, hopefully he he's dead. You know, just like dead, dead permanently. Um. So anyway, they decided to go back to the seventies during you know, um, I like the little the the naval uh, the military base that you know was the quote unquote birthplace of. Captain America, and we got our Stanley Stanley cameos. So like, you know, like to set the you know mood like mood of the seventies, right? You have a D.H. Stanley driving like kind of recklessly, you know, in the car, like you know, rebellion is like, ah, oh, screw you, or something like. He said something like that, right? And like, we all clap, like we all clap for that. Um, it's amazing. His bumper sticker said, "Enough said." So I was like, oh, this, this kind of, this might be Stan Lee. And lo and behold, it was D.H. Stan Lee. So, like I said, everybody clapped. I want to, for a moment, applaud Ultima, like, applaud the 9 a.m. showing of Avengers Endgame. 
at Altima Mall, AMC. Holy shit, that was a great movie audience. Like, that probably enhanced the movie, period, was the audience. Because I'm pretty sure I knew, like, back home in, like, you know, my small, like, town in North Carolina, like, North Carolina nobody was going to react the way that everybody else did. We clapped a lot, laughed, and, like, really loud and stuff. You know, it was amazing. Kind of, it kind of was how I felt like back home when like watching back like Black Panther, you know. Cat, some people do that, and it's like it was amazing. Anyway, where was I? Yeah, they go back to the seventies. Yeah, they meet. Um, they run into. Um, yeah, so Tony runs into his father. Obviously, he didn't. Obviously, he didn't tell him that. You know, Howard was his father. He talked about you know having kids and father himself. That's when you know Tony stole the affinity. Um, the Tesseract. Yeah, his fake name, Tony's fake name to his father was Howard Potts. You're a genius, and that you're a genius, Tony, and that's the best name you can come up with. Um, let's see. And then you know, Cap took. Um, take some pin particles that that was an issue that everybody you know you needed pin particles to go back, and they only had and Scott had enough for everybody to come like for like everybody to make a one trip, like a one round trip. So since they screwed up, they went back to the seventies, right? They took they stole some you know pin particles from Hank Pym. Yeah, stole some pin like Cap stole some pin particles. Use those, got back, you know, safely and sound. Um, Cap ends up hiding in um, Peggy's office. You see Peggy. You also see Jarvis, um, Edwin Jarvis, the character from Agent Carter. I haven't watched that show sadly, so I don't know like the extent of his character. But Jarvis. And yeah, Jarvis basically fit the role of Jarvis in the comic books before you know he was reimagined as AI. He was Tony. Uh, he was Howard Stark's butler. That's pretty nice. Let's see. So we got some got, like those three stones out of the way. So they decided to go. So Rocket and Thor went back to the events of Thor: The Dark World, where. Natalie Portman's character, Jane Foster, you know, she get, you know, I think like, you know how she like, she touches the ether and essentially has like the entirety of the Affinity Stone stuck inside of her. So, the ether. So anyway, Rocket goes to extract the ether. Um, is a, yeah, from her. Thor, on the other hand, went to, you know, talk to his mother because, you know, she died in Thor the Dark World. Like, Thor literally said that the day that they came back to was the exact day that she died. So they had, like, a nice little talk. It was very sweet, you know. I kind of was tearing up a little bit. Um, I was kind of tearing up a little bit, so it's a nice little moment. And then before they left, Thor... Reaches his hand out and he gives Milner back. You know, it's like kind of like kind of a little funny joke. It's like, Rock's like, what are you doing? And Frida, 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 I think, yeah, Frida, right? Um, Thor's mother was like, yeah, it usually takes a while. He st- he basically steals Milner 
Mjolnir from his older self, I mean, from his younger self. And he's like, oh, I'm still worthy. I'm like, damn right. And then, that's that. Let's see. They, so, War Machine and Nebula steals the um, Power Stone from Peter Quill from the you know, beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, well, they didn't steal from Peter Gr- Peter Quill. Just follow, they followed Quill to where you know um, he took it from, and then they took it themselves. War Machine knocked the shit. <laughs> he knocked the shit out of Peter Quill because like it was in the middle, you know, him singing, you know, "Come and Get Your Love." I think that's what the song's called. In the beginning, like, and they're like, "No, he was." Peter was dancing, and then all of a sudden, War Machine just blapped. It's like punches him in the face, and you know, he had the war machine armor on, so like Peter was gonna be out like a light for that. Um, that's basically it. And last but not least, the Soul Stone. It's probably this gonna lead to the moment that I first cried in this movie. I cried three times, by the way. This is the first time I cried in this movie. They went to Vormir, so obviously Red School was still there as the guide. Um, they went to Volmir. You know, he had to sacrifice something that you love the most to get the stone. Hawkeye was like, uh, listen, look at me. I've turned into a monster. Let me do it. Tell my family I said, you know, tell my family I said hi or whatever or goodbye. That's just tell my family I said hey. And then, um, but Quiddo shots him, right? Not smooth ground. I was like, no, um. You do it yourself. And then she fucking, she like makes a run for it because she's about to, you know, jump off. Hawkeye fucking shoots, shoots like a explosive arrow, knocking her back. He was about to go and jump. You know, I thought Hawkeye was done. I really did. I thought it was curtains for Hawkeye. I knew regardless of who was going to die in that scene, I was going to fucking, I was going to cry. Like, what made it sad, what made that scene even more sad, because they were both, they both thinking that they were not worthy of living, right? They were both trying to fight to die, and I was like, <sighs> you can tell they really, they really didn't want, it, it was telling they really didn't want the other to die. Anyway, so, you know, she grapples, you know, she saves Hawkeye, grapples him, you know. She attaches, like, the grapple onto Hawkeye himself, so he can't let go and fall. But she... Like he was holding on, like he was holding on to dear life, to her. Didn't want to let it go. She kicks off the the um like side of the mountain and just and like you know breaks us off free and she fucking she's done. I like I was bawling, tears. I was fucking ugly crying. I was done. I was finished at that moment. I damn near wanted to walk out and just like go to the bathroom and fucking cry as loudly as I possibly can. It's like, no, they got the stone. Came back. Everybody was sad. Like, everybody, you know, in terms of the Avengers, they were sad about Nat's death. But, like, oh shit, Formir. That's gonna be kind of inevitable. Uh, let's see. I see. I, I tackled, you know, non-snap victims coming back, Loki coming back, the alternate theory about Thanos. Yeah. Um, let's see. I do want to touch on a couple things. So, Asgard on Earth. They actually established Asgard on Earth. And Valkyrie's there. And at the end of the movie, Valkyrie becomes the queen of Asgard. 
that Dora just goes off with the Guardians. Um, let's see. <clears throat> How soon after Infinity War was the ending of the movie? So, it was kind of a weird little jump, but I think I kind of got this right. So, this movie, I said the movie was going to start with Hawkeye and his family. You know, they get, and they get, you know, disintegrated and snapped, and they did. And then, just on a, around the time, there's a Captain Marvel post credit scene. So, yeah, I kind of was right. Kind of was right there. It's actually, like, kind of like 22 days after. Yeah, after, um, just snap. Then I said it was going to, you know, flash forward a couple of months later and then the rest of the movie is going to take place. No. No. Well, okay, before I, before I tell you how long the time drop was, Captain Marvel send up, ends up saving Nebula and Tony. Apparently, you know, they found out where there's, where the um, Benatar was and then, Cap, and then um, Captain Marvel just flew him down to Earth. So... That's that. So the time jump was actually five years. Five years between essentially the end of Infinity War and this movie. So that kind of means that every movie onward is going to be taking place right, from like 2024 on to now. Like, like keep like, 22, like 2024 on up. I'm like, oh, wow. It's like, you know what, that kind of makes sense, but it kind of doesn't. Let's see. Was Thanos' Affinity Gauntlet functional? I think it was, because he said he used the stones to destroy the stones, but he didn't really use the Affinity, he didn't really use his Affinity Gauntlet the brief time that he was there. Like, shortly after they came back, um, they, everybody with the exception of Tony, because he, he needed to get well, because he was looking all types of rough um, when coming back from space, so it was... War Machine, Hulk in the Hulkbusters, well, Bruce Banner in the Hulkbuster suit, Nebula, Rocket, Captain Marvel, Thor, and Black Widow were there. And that's when, you know, you get the, like, you get, you know, Thanos getting his arm and his head chopped off. Yeah, so it seemed like that the gauntlet was melted to his hand. I see they didn't bring back Quicksilver. Apparently Shiri was dead. Wrong about Stanley's cameo. Pepper was wrong about everything except for Captain America saying Avengers assemble. Holy fuck. Avengers like when Cap said Avengers assemble, and I hope you all I'm pretty sure I hope every single person who's listening to this watched the movie itself. So you know what I'm talking about. It's like the third act. Everybody came back. Everybody. They're like Doctor Strange and um, Wong bought in, like bought in, you know, some bought in some wizards. Then you know Black Panther. You know he bought in, you know, Wakandan, the Wakandan, the Wakandan army. That was kind of a tongue twister for me. Wakanda's army. With Mbaku, it's very nice to see Mbaku nowadays. Um, boy, they were they were squatted out. Granted, Thanos was squatted out too. Had the Black Order, Chitari, and the out and like a, a lot of the Chitari and a lot of the out um, orders, yeah, outriders. 
boy, they were both squatted. Like, both of them were squatted out. Like, it was about to be a brawl. I don't even care if it was CG. Like, the best majority of it was CJ. I don't care. That shit was amazing. Everybody came back clapping. We were, we were done. Like, that moment was like, mm, boy, that, like, you, like, if you, if you are unfortunately listening to this, and you haven't seen the movie yet, one, what the hell is wrong with you? And two, you need to see that movie, at least for that scene. Yeah, some dickhead uploaded that shit to YouTube. So I got that part spoiled for me. Um, I didn't get that part spoiled. I just, you know, hey, I'm just talking about that right now. I was scrolling through, you know, like last night, my YouTube, just to see what videos I can, you know, stockpile to watch and buy, you know, watch later. That's like the homepage, right? And you know how, like, on mobile, the videos kind like, some videos autoplay? Well, one of the videos that autoplayed was, you know, some of the final fight sequence. I mean, obviously, I scrolled past that shit and reported the video itself before, um, I got a chance to see anything worthwhile, but the title spoiled a lot of stuff for me. That Captain America was going to wield Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Um, anyway. Yeah. I did kind of get the right that um, some, the movie was going to end on a rather sad-ish note. Ending on the funeral of Tony Stark. I thought it would end on the funeral of Cat, but it ended on the funeral of Tony Stark. Now, let's see, since there was no post-credit scene, there was no point in like all my post-credit all my post-credit scene predictions. Wrong. All of this shit was wrong. 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 Basically, I only got like a few things right. Honestly, I'm gonna talk about the credits though. Um, man, there was no post-credit scene. So only thing is a little reference to Iron Man. At the end of the post-credits, I mean, at the end of the movie, so, like, the post-credits, you know, there's no post-credit scene, like I said earlier, but it's, like, the Marvel Studios logo, and you just hear a bunch of, you know, clank, you know, like, clank, 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 you know, you hear that, right? That's a reference to um, Iron Man building his first suit, you know, in Iron Man 2, in Iron Man 1. I don't know why I said Iron Man 2. Um, let's see, Dash will, like, credits, though, was were beautiful. It was like kind of like a roll call of everyone who's been in the MCU that was in that movie. So like for example, Chadwick Bo they said oh Chadwick Bozeman as Black Panther, right? You'll see like, you know, video like like archive footage, if you will, of him being Black Panther. So like clips from like Black Panther, Civil War, Affinity War, the play. They did it for everybody, essentially. And then for the the original six, they did something fantastic. So it was like it's like their their first name's on this side, second name's on the other side, last name, right? And then the middle of that was like a silhouette of the character, and then on top of that, like in the middle of that was their signature. I was like, magnifique, it was amazing. Um, let's see what else did what else I want to talk about um before my oh my got like twenty four minutes left um to record on this little app I have, um okay. So what else do I want to talk about? Um, oh yeah, so Thanos. This new Thanos, 2014 Thanos right there. So essentially from the first Guardians movie. Um, yeah, it's ruthless. Anyway, so they, you know, Thor snaps, you know. And the way that you know that, you know, it worked, Hawkeye's wife, played by Linda Carlini, 
Um, who the hope I said that right? Because I had a tough time saying that shit yesterday in my predictions um, podcast. Basically, the actress who played Velma in the Scooby-Doo movies. Anyway, so like Hawkeye's wife calls, like, hey, man, we celebrating. Oh, man, you did it. They did it. And the next thing you know, boom. Thanos' ship comes and then blows up every fucking thing. Right? This blows up the entire Avengers compound to, like, rubble. You have, you know, a little scene where Hulk, well, Professor Hulk, holding up the building. Now, I don't know about y'all, but that was kind of, I think that was kind of a reference to Secret Wars, where Hulk literally fucking lifted an entire mountain up, because a mountain got collapsed on him, and Hulk lifted an entire fucking mountain. Let's see. Ant-Man and, well, let's see, Rocket and Rhodey were um, trapped, and, you know, it was getting flooded. Ant-Man goes and goes down, you know, shrunken, comes in as giant man, this frees everybody, just in the nick of time. At that moment where, you know, he becomes giant man was when everybody was, you know, forming around. Was about to form up for, you know, their final fight. Um let's see, so Thanos was just sitting there waiting for the other like waiting for, you know, Tony Stark, you know. Waiting for just waiting for Tony Stark or any other Avenger to come down so he can, you know, do his villain monologue and gloat, you know. Like, oh, your failures brought you back to me. So we have Fat Hulk. Yeah, because Hulk let himself go in those five years. Um, yeah, so you have Fat Hulk armed with both Stormbreaker and Mjolnir. Captain America and Iron Man going through to squad up on Thanos right quick. Now, it's kind of fitting, and I, and after this movie, I said I'm never going to like compare DC and Marvel again. Before I do that, let me just clarify. I don't mean like say, oh, this one sucks or this one sucks. You know, I'm just going to like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to do that anymore. But I will point out stuff that are like kind of similar, right? So, like, it's like a funny like observation I make. So anyway, so you know how DC's um Trinity or DCU's Trinity is. Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman. So this trinity now, like in Infinity War, were Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Um, and also I have a prediction the new trinity is going to be Black Panther, Doctor Strange, and Captain Marvel. Anyway, so y'all square up with them. They fight for a while. Until, you know, it was time for you know, Thanos to call in his armies. Cause he really wanted that Infinity Gauntlet. So anyway, the like one of the like one of the best moments in the entirety of the MCU, Captain America, uh, his, like he wills Mjolnir. So anyway, um, so anyway, he knocked out Iron Man. He had Thor in the ropes. He was about to like he had Stormbreaker and he was about to jam it in his heart. Was kind of, like, he was like probably like an inch or two inside of Thor's chest. The next thing you fucking see is Mjolnir hitting Thanos in the back of the head. You know, comes back, boom. His, I think he hits him again. And he flies in the hands of Captain America. And oh my God. it We were, oh man. Finally we get like an answer. We get like a callback to that moment in Age of Ultron. And when Thor, like, when he picks up the hammer... Right, Thor was like, I knew it. So, wait a minute, you knew this guy was worthy the entire time. Also, I think that he, that um, Steve was 
was not like worthy because he didn't seem that he he didn't really think that he was worthy of wounding Mjolnir because he felt guilty about the earlier events in Age of Ultron. So that's like a so now that he has that guilt lifted off of him, he I guess he's like fully worthy now. Um Anyway, they fight. There's like one awesome move that Cap did where he throws the shield at Thanos. You know, it bounces off, right? Thanos charges at him. He throws Mjolnir at his shield. And you know how whenever the hammer strikes the shield, it, you know, like a vibrational thing. Man, it was amazing. And then I'm going to fast forward a little bit to um, the final battle. Man, that was weird. Because, like, the, the thing starts where the, um, um, Falcon like, appears and, like, ca like, basically, like, Captain America, like, you know, hears Falcon on his comms. is like, Steve, we're here. On your left. You see a bunch of freaking, you see, like, a portal open up with, like, a couple of Avengers. You have, like, a bunch of, uh, a bunch of other portals open. And everybody comes through. I was like, yo, what the, f yes, yes. I think at that moment, I I, I started crying, like, crying, what the hell's crying? I started crying tears of joy. Like, bro, I, like that entire fight scene, I was weeping. The happiest of all tears. And it's like, everybody comes back, we all fight, and the cap says, Avengers, assemble. Oh, oh, <laughs> and let's see, and then, you know, the fight continues, we see Pepper Potts in her rescue suit, now, earlier, we see Morgan, Tony Stark's daughter, since, you know, it takes place five years in the future, wearing the helmet, you know, it's like, oh, mom doesn't wear this, and it's like, oh, I found it, right, it's like, okay, bet, also, Earlier, we let's see, you know, the five-year jump. Scott finds out that Casey, uh, Cassie, is older, so that explains, you know, the the lead actress from Thirteen Reasons Why being in this movie because she's Cassie Lang, and everybody predicted that, so she's probably going to be like part of the new Avengers team. You know, when I saw like Pepper in there, I was like, I, my mind was blown because I didn't really think that you know. Pepper as a character had it in her to kick some ass in that suit, you know. But you know, I think we kind of had that teased in Iron Man in the first, in Iron Man three. Had that teased, you know. We actually got to see a payoff of that. Um, her own little suit, amazing. Like seeing her and her husband, because they got married in their five, you know, year span, which kind of sucks. Cause I really wanted, I really wanted to see the movie end on um, Tony and Pepper's wedding. And Tony and like Tony and Pepper's wedding, and Tony, um, it's like old man Captain America coming, like coming in. Anyway, it was amazing. Then, like, once I saw Wanda come through, like, my tears just got even, like, got even more. Like, I was, like, so happy. It's like, oh, you took everything from me. And it's just, this fucking wrecks, it's wrecks Thanos. Like, everybody was wrecking Thanos. 
And basically, it was kind of like, it was kind of like a football game, but it was like Hawkeye had the <laughs> had the gauntlet. He was like running, like he was like he was like he's being he was being a quarterback right quick. What like running that hole to like the touchdown, you know? Uh, basically, away from Thanos. That's basically what the touchdown site was. Far as far away from the battle as possible. Anyway, so that guy is accepted. Um, Spider Man is again that you know he um, you know swings through. Cap throws Mirror he webs onto Mirror and flies off, you know. And he just, you know, he falls on, you know, Valkyrie was there. He falls on the, like, falls on the ground in the battlefield and just hides. He's like, he's literally like, like, he's literally was cuddling with it. And I was like, it's kind of adorable. And it's like, Captain Marvel shows up. And at the end of the day, like, she didn't save the day, but she like, you know, she turned the tide a little bit. She took the, um, she took the, um, I don't know if it's Peter, but Peter gave it to her. That she looked at. Um, <laughs> it was actually kind of a nicer stage. Captain Marvel's like, "Hi." It's like, "Oh, hi. My name is Peter Parker." Hi, Peter Parker. Do you have something for me? It's like, "Yeah, here you go." And it was like you see a bunch of freaking Outriders and Chitauri there. It's like, "How are you gonna get it past them?" And it's like every single female <laughs> on that every single female Avengers like. Will, like surrounded them, you know. I was like, "Oh, they're just gonna come through." It's about to, um, it's about to bust some nails, you know, not nails. Why did I say nails? Bust some heads. Then you know, Koya's like, "Don't worry, she has like you know protection." I was like, "I want an A Force movie now. I don't care anymore. I don't care what the anti SJW say. I don't care what the SJW say. I want an A Force movie in Phase Four with every single one of those women. Let's go." That is like that is a money making machine, and me personally, granted I'm not a woman, but I will say this, and this might be a controversial opinion of mine, but I felt more empowered during that scene right there than the entirety of Captain Marvel. I'm pretty sure there's probably gonna be some women that felt the same way. But that aside, that was amazing. I really want an A Force movie. Um, in case you don't know, in the comics, A Force is essentially a D like all-female brigade of the Avengers. Um, so, they, they, they go in, you know, fight, you know, they, they, somehow Thanos gets the offended gauntlet, he pulls it on, you know, that snap. We already discussed this, Tony uses the gauntlet on himself, but the radiation from the, um, the stones ends up killing him, and at that moment, that's when I cried a third time. Because, I mean, his death itself killed me. Like, his death itself made me sad. But what made me feel worse was seeing the reactions of Rhodey and Pepper. But the, the reaction that really got me was Spider- Like, Peter Parker's react. Like, say what you want about Tom Holland's Spider-Man. This man knows how to sell an emotional scene. Like, this man knows how to turn up the emotion. And, yeah, that was very sad. Then we, after everything is said and done, we go to a few, like, go to Tony's funeral. Or just, like, Tony was, like, recording, you know, some things. And um, he recorded a message in his helmet before he started this whole time travel stuff. And it's basically, like, his last will and testament. Um, that's, like, kind of like a little fourth wall breaking little thing for us. It's, like, a thing for, like, the audience is, like, the recording of Tony starts off by saying, I know what you're expecting. You want this to be a happy ending. But, in, you know, reality, you don't get happy endings all the time. It was like, 
Smart move, Russo's. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Anthony Russo cameoed in this movie. I think it was Anthony. It was one of the Russo brothers cameoed in this movie. Basically, he was like, you no, know and there was like the support group that um, the support group. So basically, just like how are you gonna recover from, you know, the snap? And Anthony Russo was like, "Oh, I'm going to go on a date." You know, I, I got on the. Oh, it was Joe Russo, not Anthony. Joe Russo. My apologies. And basically, just gave the he basically gave the MCU his first ever open like the first ever openly gay character. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to see him later." You know, Joe Russo. Like, so Joe Russo is now. The MCU's first openly gay character. That's fucking dope as fuck. Like, forget forget the internals. Screw that. Let's have... Let's have Joe Russo just... Let's just have him be the first, like, play the first gay character in the MCU. I liked it. It was pretty cool. So anyway, back to the, back to the funeral. So we see everybody mourning, um... And the moment that kind of like upset me as a fan was, um, so in case you didn't know, it was announced that the kid from Iron Man 3, Harley, his character was coming back in this movie. I didn't know in what degree, but the way they, the degree that happens, it makes sense. Anyway, we saw him, right, focusing on everybody, you know, all, all different white people mourning. They, you know, focus on, hey, focus on him, right? Uh, like a more grown-up version of Harley. And it was like... Everybody was like, who the hell was this kid? I'm like, whoa! <laughs> that kind of hurt my nerd heart right there. Who was this kid? That's Harley. And it was like, even my friends didn't know that. I'm like, dude, that's a kid from Iron Man 3. I was like, oh. I was like, you see, you know, Captain Marvel in her black pantsuit. Honestly, that seemed like something that Brie Larson literally got out of her closet. That shit was fashionable as hell. I ain't gonna lie. Then you see Nick Fury in the back. I was like, Pfft. so anyway. So earlier I said that the ancient one was like, you can take the stones, but bring them back to the original time, and they won't like create like alternate like universes and stuff. I mean, they probably already did, but well, like do like harm to like her timeline, and it was like, you know, 2012 going on. So, they bring them, so the plan was to bring them back. Cap goes all the way back to, the, you know, I guess like the 70s. Well, actually, it goes back all the way back to the 40s. I think. I'm sorry, I accidentally unplugged my mic. But anyway, um, you end up going, Captain America end up, ends up going back in time, I'm assuming to the 40s. Lives out the rest of his life with... Um, Peggy, kind of predicted that, and, you know, we deliver, um, and he, like, and during those times, he delivers the stones back to those original places, and since he has Mjolnir, he can basically go wherever, so he can go back to Valmir, he can go back to, um, was it Malrag, Malrag, basically the, the planet that, Quill got their power stone from in Guardians of the Galaxy 1. And, um, and Asgard. That's going to be very weird to explain why he has <laughs> Mjolnir, but, hey, it happens. And then you see Old Man Cap. Yep, 
Captain America aged through. He becomes an old man. He because like it was because Bucky and Sam were freaking out at Banner like bring him back, bring him back. You know he was on like the little white platform like bring him back. He was like I'm trying. He's like I'm trying. I'm trying. And then Sam looks over and no oh, Bucky looks over and sees old man Cap just sitting by the lake just pondering. Anyway, they go to him, they talk, you know. They revealed that, you know, him and Peggy got married with the little, the ring. He was wearing a ring. He's like, oh, him and Peggy got married. They showed, you know, him and Peggy dance. But anyway, the more important thing out of this is that they gave Falcon the shield. So, like, Steve passed down the mantle of Captain America to Sam. We all thought it was going to be Bucky. Another thing was going to, another like unexpected thing that I wouldn't have mind seeing either, since I think her character becomes Captain America in the comics, Sharon Carter. But honestly, I'm pretty I'm pretty glad whether it was Sharon, Bucky, or Sam. Glad at that decision. I think now the Falcon and excuse me, Winter Soldier show is going to be about that. That was pretty cool. And it all wrapped up pretty nicely. And one last thing I want to say. Gamora is back now. So this is Gamora from 2014. Before she even meets Quill. So their entire love dynamic. Doesn't even exist anymore. That probably has to start over now. In Guardians 3. So James Gunn. You, you better. You got to do us justice. You know what I'm saying. You got you to do us Guardians of the Galaxy fans justice. In volume 3. But honestly. What I will say, this movie was magnificent. Remember in Infinity War where the collectors like you know when um the where um that illusion happened with the reality stone and you know Nebula thought she killed Thanos, you know the collector was sitting in like a little container was like magnif oh, I'm sorry for bumping my mic. But anyway, he was like magnificent, magnificent, magnificent. You know, like something like that. It was like that's basically how I describe Endgame. So with six minutes left on this app, I'm using the record on my iPad. Um, yeah, so I just want to explain that right quick. I'm just trying this app out, see how it's going to work. Um, so for the free version of the app, which I'm using, you can record like you know up to an hour. Um, for I guess the paid version, do like unlimited you know time. So I'm just you know trying to get this out because I'm currently at like you know 55, like almost 55 minutes. So anyway. Thank you all for listening to this incoherent rambling of me fanboying, fangirling, whatever you want to call it, about this movie. If you haven't seen this movie and you've listened to this whole thing, go see it. Do yourself a favor. And if you have seen it, go see it again. This movie was amazing. And honestly, I don't even know what I'm going to do for the next episode. Honestly, I might just take like... I might just take off a couple weeks. I'm not a couple weeks. I might just take off and like talking about superhero stuff. Probably not, cause that's what I love. But I don't know. It's, I just need like a cigarette or something equivalent to a cigarette after this movie, cause man. Anyway, you can yeah follow me on Twitter at I am Uberness, Instagram at I was. I mean Instagram at Daquan gives a little fox. Obviously, the stuff is going to be in the description. Um. And I'll see you all in the next episode. I don't know what yet, but I'll see you all. I love you guys. Bye. Go watch Infinity War. No.
Actually, go watch Infinity War and go watch Endgame. All right, guys. I'm out for real. Love y'all.